guys and welcome back to the One Globe 360 podcast. Now today's episode is episode 7 and today I'm going to be talking all about my Paris travel guide. So recently I've relaunched my One Globe 360 travel blog and the first post up is all about Paris and the travel guide that I've created with regards to accommodation, recommendations for where to stay, all information about food, top five things to do and also travel as well. So on today's episode I'm going to be talking all about Paris so I hope you enjoy and thank you again so much for all the support. So I visited Paris with my friends in the summer of 2019, way before anyone knew what the COVID-19 pandemic was. We spent three nights and four days exploring Paris during what was one of the summer's biggest heat waves. Before going on the trip, I researched about where to stay, what to do and how much everything would cost. This travel guide is designed to put all that research into one place so that you have everything you need for your trip to Paris. So first up is the accommodation. Now we stayed in an Airbnb for our three nights in Paris. We stayed at 21 Rue Monge. It was very close to the Pantheon and the Notre Dame Cathedral. It cost about £400 for the three nights, which is quite expensive, but it was a celebration for my friend's birthday. So we really wanted a good location for where we were staying and that's why it was a little bit more expensive. It was a very spacious apartment with a double bed and a sofa bed. The kitchen facilities were really good. There was a good sized bathroom. The only downside though was that there was no air conditioning, which made the heat wave almost unbearable. I've also compiled together some other recommendations for where to stay. So we've got the Elysee Union, which is a three star hotel. It costs £82 per night and it's close to the Arc de Triomphe and Champs Elysees. Then you've got the Le Parisie, which is um, a, a hotel near to the uh, Eiffel Tower. It's about a 15 minute walk. It's a four star hotel and it costs £99 per night. Then you've got the Hotel Le Relais Saint-Cholet, which is a three-star hotel. It costs £69 per night. The River Seine is 650 yards away, and the Eiffel Tower is a 15-minute walk away. Next, we've got the Hotel Varennes, which is a four-star hotel. It costs £117 per night, and uh, looking on TripAdvisor, it said couples particularly like the location, and it's also 1.6 miles away from the centre. Now, talking about some hostels now, if you're on a, on a particular budget, the St. Christopher's Inn Gare du Nord Hostel. A private room costs um, from, about, from about £40 and dorms cost um, from about £17 per night. It's located only 2.3 kilometres from the city centre and they also offer free cancellation. And finally, we've got the Le Relage Montmartre by Hip Hop Hostels. A private room costs from £63 per night and dorms from £23 per night. It's located 2.1 kilometres from the city centre in the heart of the small district of Montmartre. Next up is all about food. So Paris is probably one of the most well-known cities in the world for its food. So I've compiled a list of the best bakeries and the best restaurants in Paris. So let's start with the bakeries. Uh, the La Pertisserie Cyril Lignac is located in the Saint-Antoine district. This bakery's main delicacy is bread and more specifically focaccia. Then we've got the Boulangerie Utopie, which is located in the third arrondissement. You won't be able to visit this bakery without there being a queue down the street, but it's more than worth it for the baguettes and pastries, which many claim are the best in France. Then we've got the Champenante, which is located in the third arrondissement. This bakery specialises in gluten-free bread, cakes and pastries. Now let's go on to the best restaurants in Paris. So I've got some that are more expensive and there are some that are for those on a budget. There are more than 44,000 restaurants in Paris, um, and I've just compiled a list of just a few of them. So we've got Septime, which is um, in the Faubourg Saint-Antoine area on Rue Saint-Bernard. 
The evening menu costs approximately 55 euros. The head chef is Bertrand de Crabon, who is one of the world's most talented chefs of this, gen this generation. Then we've got Les Alantes, which is on Rue de Faubourg Poissonnière, known for its modern take on traditional French meat dishes, and one of its most well-known dishes is the sausage and mash, which costs 17 euros. Then we've got the restaurant Pessisserini, which is on the 12th arrondissement. The it's a traditional Italian restaurant owned by the highly acclaimed chef Giovanni Passerini, and the Le Plat du Jour costs 32 euros. Then we've got La Residence, Ground Control. It's located on the 12th arrondissement, 81 Rue de Chalorais. This restaurant is a collaboration with the UNHCR-backed Refugee Food Festival. The chefs are refugees and the restaurant aims to provide them with a platform to share their country's cuisine and become an established chef in Paris. And then last but not least, we have the Chez Alain Miam Miam. This market stall is very popular on social media, with nearly 50,000 followers across all platforms, including over 12,000 followers on Instagram. It is one of the Marché d'Enfants Rouge, original street food vendors. Their famous galettes and sandwiches are a must-try if you're in Paris. Next up, we have my recommendations for my top five things to do in Paris. So first up is doing the Seine River Cruise at night. Paris is one of the most beautiful cities in the world, but in my opinion, it is most beautiful at night. Therefore, I'd highly recommend going on the nighttime cruise along the Seine. While on board, you'll be treated to a glass of champagne as you admire some of Paris's most beautiful landmarks. Prices start from £22.50 per person, depending on when you book. And next up, I'd highly recommend visiting Montmartre. If you're ever in Paris, I'd highly recommend visiting the district of Montmartre. It is mostly known for its artistic history and the Sacre Coeur at the very top. It is also well known for its nightclub scene. Overall, Montmartre has a lot of character and charm, so it's a must visit if you're in Paris. Then we've got the Louvre. You can't go to Paris without seeing the Mona Lisa, right? It's on everyone's bucket list when visiting Paris. Tickets purchased online for the museum are €17, Euros, which ensures you a quick entry in less than half an hour. Whereas tickets purchased at the museum itself are €15, Euros, but it may take longer to enter. The Louvre is one of Paris's most famous museums and as such is a must visit when in Paris. Now my next recommendation is to take a city bike tour. Paris is very accessible by bike with lots of bike lanes and paths to enable you to explore the city without having to use public transport. You can opt to take a private bike tour with a local guide or you can just rent some bikes and take the tour yourself. Now last but not least, I'd highly recommend visiting the local bakeries. Without a doubt, Paris has some of the world's best bakeries. Therefore, if you're visiting Paris, it is an unwritten law that you go and visit a few and try some local delicacies. You will not regret it. Check out my recommendations for the best bakeries to visit above in the food section. And last but certainly not least, we have travel. So we took the Eurostar from London St Pancras to Paris Gare du Nord and at the time we went, this was the cheapest option. If you book to depart a month today, as of the time writing this, which was the 24th of October, it will cost you £57 for a standard ticket one way. The journey takes approximately two hours and 16 minutes and there are up to 19 trains a day, so there's a lot of flexibility. To travel around Paris, we mainly walked or took the metro. A three-day metro pass for zones 1 to 3 costs €27.30 and for zones 1 to 5 it costs €48.65. If you're planning a lot of time, if you're planning to do a lot, sorry, during your time in Paris, I'd recommend buying a metro pass instead of individual tickets each time. So there we have it, guys. That was my first travel guide, Europe edition. I really hope you enjoyed listening all about my travel guide uh, for Paris. Um, I really hope you find it useful. 
As ever, this information has been put together using my personal experiences and research online. All information was accurate when the article was written, which, as I said before, was the 24th of October 2020. There's no guarantee that the information is 100% accurate now, though, especially due to the global pandemic. Nevertheless, if you're planning a visit to Paris one day, I hope you can use this guide to help you during your time in the French capital. So that's it from me. I really hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. Thank you so much again for all the support. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you next Friday.